Good morning and welcome to day two of the Figuring Some Shit Out podcast. I am either Casey or Ryan. Uh, it depends on who you are and how you know me, I suppose. For those that do know me, you'll get that. For those that are confused, welcome uh, to the Figuring Some Shit Out podcast. This is episode two. It is Thursday, August 16th. So yesterday... I took some time and I kind of introduced myself to everybody. I talked a bit about my my story, my past, my history, and a a quick recap of that is uh, things get complicated in life and things haven't been uncomplicated for me. And so the genesis of this podcast and the creation of this concept is that I'm probably not the only one who's trying to figure some shit out. And there's other people out there who are who are figuring it out as they go. And uh, there's a chance that some of those people might want to listen to someone else who's trying to figure things out and, and where they are. And I am not figured it out. So that's the whole point, right? We're on this journey. This is not my, my full-time job. I don't, I don't podcast for pay. I, I software engineer for pay. I make software for dollars. Uh, which is, it's not my passion. And it's not what I'm excited about. It's not what makes me want to get up at 6 a.m., which, by the way, it's uh, about 6.20 right now. We're getting started a couple minutes late. It's about 6.20 a.m. Uh, and, you know, I'm sitting here with my cup of coffee, and I want to talk to you guys about the the love that I received after the first episode, the the kind words and the response that I got from friends and family and you know, the the many people that reached out to me and gave me positive feedback. It's it was overwhelming and in a most positive way that I haven't felt in a while. And it really just blew me away uh, how much good things, how, yeah, that, how much, yeah, somewhere between much and many, but how many good and positive comments that I received from people, texts, you know, uh, emails. My mom hit me up after, uh, you know, after the podcast and she loved it. She, she tweeted about it. It was just crazy, the amount of people, everyone that reached out to me. So thank you all so much for that support. It really means a lot to me. Uh, it means the world to me. And, and if you guys listened to the first one, if you listened to yesterday, I talked a lot about people that have helped me along the way to get to where I am. And I talked, uh, and I mentioned a few people uh, that I could do entire shows on just talking about what they have meant to me in my life. And the reality is I, I skipped over a lot of people. Actually, there's a ton of people that I could do an entire hour talking about. Um, and, and really kind of talk about how they're, they've impacted me so massively. Um, and that's, that's a big deal. It's a big deal that I've got this, this group of people, this, this core of human beings that I can reach out to, um, and get me through these tough times. Because I think that if, if you're living your best life for reals, then you know, you've got some problems and you know that you've got issues that you should not just be addressing on your own. You should reach out to this group. And so, you know, I talked a lot about it uh, yesterday, but I really want to focus on what that means in my journey and what that's meant for me so far. Having this sense of community and having this group of people that, you know, support me and love for me and care for me and, and offer their kindness to me willingly. Um, and why that's important to me, right? And, and the reason why it's important is because I couldn't function, right? It's, it's straightforward. I couldn't make it through week after week, month after month, year after year, if I didn't have these people 
pushing me. And it might sound dark. It might sound cold, like, oh, you know, to say like, oh man, this guy, he, he's saying he can't make it through a, a year or whatever without, without people supporting. But I don't, I don't necessarily mean like, I'm going to go off and do something to myself. What I mean by that is I wouldn't have any emotional fulfillment. I wouldn't make it through in the sense of having any sort of, you know, I wouldn't have any human connection and I don't know how to live like that. I don't know what that looks like. Right. So I, I wouldn't be able to emotionally thrive. And I personally don't think I would be growing as a person or, or expanding who I am or opening myself up if I didn't have people that I felt comfortable to do that with and people that I felt were being honest with me about who I am. And so Today, I really want to focus on that, that community, that sense of group mentality and that, that communal coming together for just the sake of being together, just because you like being around one another and you challenge each other and you fight with one another and you support one another and you, you know, high five and hug and love these people. You know, you watch sports with them, you cry with these people. These people are mandatory for me. Um, and like I said, I don't, I don't know what I would look like today if I, if I didn't have these people, I don't know what life looks like and I don't want to find out, but a lot of what I've talked about is getting right. So I've talked a lot about you get stuff from these people, right? You know, I, I've mentioned people helping me, but I think the reason why they're so willing to be there for me in, in the ways that I need at times that I need is because I'm willing to do the same for them. Right. So in a sense, it's a reciprocity thing. I had a good talk with a friend of mine last night. We, uh, we met and had a beer or two, um, because of the podcast, you know, uh, I reached out to him and said, Hey, I got this podcast that, you know, I'd like you to listen. And he took a listen. He reached back out to me. He had some really encouraging things to say in general. Um, but he's like, hey, let's meet up and uh, have a beer and talk about some stuff. So we did. We, we had a really long and good conversation. And one of the things that came up from that was this concept of reciprocity, right? Conceptually, we do things and things get done for us, right? So, but the main point of this community and this friend group and these people that you keep close to you is that the reciprocity is natural it's happening because you care about one another and not because of some hope for return right and so uh he had he he broke it down to me and i'm i'm not going to do it full service but he gave me the concept the, this idea this concept that the difference between um being happy about receiving an, a reward or, or receiving a gift or receiving reciprocity versus selfishness. And, the, and basically what he broke it down to was someone who's selfish does it because of the reward. And people who aren't selfish do the good deed and then just get the reward, right? They're not like, oh, I need to, I need to go do this thing so I can get paid or I need to go do this thing so I can get my, my come ups, right? Like th that's not the purpose of it. Um, and I think genuine people surround themselves with other genuine people, right? So there's, there's a layer of honesty and truth that comes with being around other honest and genuine people. And so I think I use people that I know that I'm close to that I, 
have these close personal relationships with, I use them as a mirror, right? And I've said this to several of my friends that they've heard me say that I, when I doubt myself as a person, as a quality human being, I just look at the people I'm surrounded with. And there's no way that this many quality human beings can be wrong, right? So I value all of these people for these high qualities. If I, if I stay in touch with you, if I reach out to you, if, you know, if I've ever told you that I care for you in any way or that I have your back and that I look out for you, I think of you as a quality person. And I can't look at this many quality people and then say, oh, they're all wrong. They all got it wrong about me. I'm not, a, I'm not a quality person, right? So I use that and I say, if I'm surrounded by these people that are so quality that I think highly of, then, then they, must, they must all be dumb, all of them, and I'm just wrong about all of them, or I'm quality enough for them to hang around me, right? And that's, that's for the people that are figuring stuff out, that are struggling with their day-to-day, that are trying to make it through the end of the week, the year, the month, whatever it is. If you look around the people that you're, that you're in close proximity with, not your coworkers, right? Because you don't choose your coworkers. You don't necessarily choose your family members. You could choose to spend time with them or not, right? But the people that you have chosen to spend time with. If you're voluntarily spending time with people and you look around and you're like, that guy's kind of a dirtbag, Oh, this chick's kind of a problem. This other person's causing this. Like, that's a reflection of you. And that's, I mean, it's a harsh reality, but that's the truth, right? The, the truth of the matter is that you've surrounded yourself with these people by, you know, by choice. Whether, whether it was the choice of you picking these specific individuals or the choices that you made that got you to this position that you're surrounded by these people, and so I always think of things as like when you're surrounding yourself with people, quality people, you could just reverse engineer that, right? You can just say, what are the type of people I want to be around and what are the type of people that are not helping? And if you truly care about yourself and want to make that change, you need to start surrounding yourself with quality people. And so you need to reverse engineer that by just looking at what does a quality person look like? What are the traits that I would find valuable in a person in terms of moral traits, right? I don't mean like, is, oh, I, I need a rich friend, right? I need this kind of, right? I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about quality and character, you know? And if you know what that looks like, you can define that for yourself. Even if you could just pick one example of somebody that you know, try to, try to emulate that person. Try to mimic that person. Try to, try to find out why they're, they're that type of person, I don't mean mimic them in the sense like walk up and dress like them, talk like them or whatever. What I mean is emulate their lifestyle. Find out what they're doing that's causing that quality outcome, right? Because whatever you're doing, if it's not causing it, then you're not doing those things, right? So you're not being in a quality situation. You're not around good people. You're not surrounded by friends and loved ones. And that's just, that's just BS. That's not what you want. That's not what you should be doing with yourself. You should be pushing yourself to be the best version that you can possibly be. And, you know, self-help book stuff aside, it's, it's not, you know, be the best you. It's like, be the best you for real. Like, do the things that you know you should be doing, that you can be doing. Like, put some onus on yourself to make sure that the community that you're building is one of quality, of good character. I mean, people that value you and your opinion, people that you value having around. People that will catch you when you fall. People that will prop you up when you do well. And I, you know, I just got another check in that box yesterday that I'm surrounded by quality people because I put out this podcast and I got reached out to by 
all of my close personal friends, they all cheered me on and my family, of course, and they all cheered me on. They rooted for me to succeed. Um, and, and they all said, Hey, good job. You know, they had nothing but positive things to say. And even the ones that had, you know, minor criticisms, well, because I asked, right, they're good people. So I said, Hey, give me some honest feedback. What can I do better? How can I improve? And these people felt comfortable enough to give me honest feedback. Right. And that's another thing about a quality person. If someone can't be honest with you, they're, they're either not close enough to you as a friend you know, they're not a close personal friend or they're not a quality person. They're just going to lie and, and beat around the bush, right? And so a, a big sense of what you're doing is you're building a community where you have, you have the opportunity to express yourself freely. You have the opportunity to receive and give, you know, feedback in a, in a safe and constructive manner. Like you shouldn't be afraid to tell your friends that they're messing up. Right. And if if that's the case with your close personal friends, reevaluate, reevaluate. Don't don't just accept that these are your friends and that's like that's your life, you know, Um, because these circumstances like a lot of them happen to us. Right. Like where we're born, how much money we're born with, who our parents are, genetic predispositions, you know, height, weight. A lot of these things are given to us. But if you don't try to do something about it. And again, I, whenever I say you in this sense, I'm talking about the grand you, all of you, which in this case includes myself, right? I'm talking to Casey. I'm talking to me. If you don't take action on those things to make your own life better, that's on you. And so it's important for us to accept and acknowledge that, okay, we started at point A, whatever that point is for you. But that doesn't mean that point Z or point X or point, you know, alpha 152 is off your radar. All of these things should be available to you. They should be accepted as a possibility for you. Open yourself up to that. And you're going to stumble and you're going to trip. And sometimes you're going to flat out fall on your face. But if you don't have the right people around you, falling on your face can feel like the end. So get that quality group surround yourself with these people and make sure that you're giving back to them as much as they're giving to you. And that, that in and of itself is just a fantastic feeling when you, when you uh, get that opportunity for someone to say, Hey, I need, you're a good friend and I know I can count on you. uh, And I need you for this right now. Or I would like your help on this right now or any, anything along those lines. It just, it reminds you that you have value as a person. So, I mean, it's a, it's a really, you know, rat race, dog eat dog. That's the type of world that we live in. Everybody's, you know, what is it? Lobsters in a tank or crabs in a tank. Everybody's trying to climb to the top of the tank. But, you know, that, that should not be your personal life. You know what I mean? Like you should have a personal life that people are encouraging one another, that they're lifting you up. And I think anybody listening to this deserves that. I think anybody who really in the world, anybody in the world deserves that, you know, that that place where they can feel comfortable and safe to be who they really are, express themselves and have a core group of friends and family members that that love and respect them and that they love and respect back. Um, And so it's really it's just something that's it's really important to me 
to have these people in my life. And, you know, it's, I, I'm stumbling a bit here trying to get this across because every time I say these people, I'm thinking of specific people, right? I'm getting images of times that people have helped me. I'm getting uh, names and places and just memories just kind of flooding to me right now, just thinking about all the times that I wouldn't have made it through X period of time or I wouldn't have made it through this situation if it had not been for so-and-so. Um, and so that's just super important to me. It, it matters. It matters to me in a big way. You know, and I know when I was a kid, when I was young, I used to think the same thing with this rat race mentality that like, oh, if I'm not doing it on my own, then it doesn't count, you know, or if I'm not, if I'm not handling business by myself, that people won't respect the accomplishment, the goal, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's a, that's a young person's mentality, right? That's, that's what an immature person would think, right? An immature person thinks that like every success that's ever been had has been built from the ground up, bootstraps, you know what I mean? All that nonsense. Because the reality is there's never been a real or meaningful success in the world that didn't come with assistance, right? Like no one, no one has ever had a meaningful success that, that didn't get something along the way, that, that moment, that lucky break, that, I mean, the bare minimum, you, someone gave you the opportunity to shine. And like, that's, that's an assistance, right? That's an assist. It doesn't matter if you think you did it on your own. Someone helped you hit that, that jumper, right? Someone gave you that, that breakaway layup, right? That wide open dunk highlight ESPN top 10. That's because someone was making a play down at the other end. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not, it's not okay to think that you're going to do this on your own. It's just wrong. It's bad and it's dangerous. Honestly, it's just dangerous for you to think that you're just going to take your situation and flip it all on your own without any help, right? Without friends, without family, without some kind of support. Okay, so if it's wrong, let's just take the next logical step. What do I do to get these people in my life? Okay, let's identify the problems, right? Let's start talking about or look in the mirror and ask yourself, what are the things that you're doing that you don't like? Not, don't, I don't want you to judge your physical appearance. I don't want you to go to a mirror and say like, oh, I wish I looked like this. Or I wish I had this look or thing going on. I don't like my hair, my eyes, my whatever, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying, look at something that you're doing to yourself in action and say, that's a bad one, right? So the, the ones that you don't like. And look at these actions and start tackling them one by one. And then if you, if you see people, if you pick one like, oh, I bite my nails. We'll start with something real small, right? I bite my nails. It could be anything. I drink too much. Um, I don't get enough sleep. I don't eat healthy, right? Eat, uh, eating healthy is an actionable one, right? That's not a weight thing. That's an actionable like I'm eating junk and that's bad for my body, right? So like that's something you could think about. But if you do those things, Start cutting them out one by one, right? Like if you bite your nails, stop biting your nails, right? Let's stop there. Make it a point to stop biting your nails. But then if you notice your friends doing the bad habit too, re, you know, reevaluate. Reevaluate that friend group, right? So, and obviously I'm not saying cut people off because they bite their nails. Although, you know, if you're that type of person, go ahead, you know, see how many friends you have. But the bad habits, if you see them mirrored in your friends, hmm, right? Reevaluate. Wait, why is why is everybody I know doing the same bad thing? So if it is drinking too much, 
Look at your friends and be like, oh, crap, all the people I'm around drink too much. Right? So start, start stepping back from that crowd. If you say, oh, man, all I eat is junk food, but then every time you're with your friends, all they eat is junk food too. It's like, oh, they're doing the same unhealthy habit. And I just want you guys to start thinking about you know, what are the things that make quality people? How do I build myself into a quality person that I would be proud to stand up and say, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I'm part of that. Yeah, I've made the change that I, that I wanted to be. And so a lot of that is the reflection aspect, right? You can't stand in front of a, a dirty mirror and expect to see a clear image, right? So you need to clean the, the junk off the mirror first. And, and what I mean by that is the friend group. So if there's stuff in your, in your social circle that's pure junk, that's just bad, cut it out. And you know who these people are. You know who these people are. You don't have to, you don't have to maintain these relationships. If these are bad people, then cut them out. It's, e- it's actually way easier than you think. When they call you and they're like, hey, come through for me, do this thing, just tell them you can't right now. And if they get all butthurt, it just makes it that much easier. Sorry for the younger, younger people, butthurt means mad. So if they get all upset, mad, butthurt, that you don't want to come around and help them in their moment of need, That's good for you because then now it makes it easier to cut them off, you know? And if, if, if they're not happy with it, oh, well, just let them be unhappy with it. Cut them out because the whole point is to build yourself as a better person and to surround yourself with better people so that way you have a strong community of people that you're a member of, right? And so, yeah, from my experience, I often talk about the way people have helped me, you know, but I, it's, it's not my, not my nature. It's not my way to sit up here and say all the things that I feel like I've done, you know, and, and it's so not me that I just, I question, I question myself to this day, right? Am I, am I the type of person that is quality? Do I deserve the the people that I have in my life? Right. And it's just a natural question, I think, especially and I mentioned this, you know, the ENFPs or the ENTPs, which sometimes I lean towards thinker for those that are familiar with Myers-Briggs. You know, and if you're an Enneagram fan, I'm a type seven primary and a a type two secondary Enneagram. Um, But basically, I'm telling you this to tell you that I'm a feeler, but I'm also a thinker and I'm a people person. Uh, So when I. You know, when I interact with people, I'm very mindful of those interactions. And I do a lot of self-reflection. And I think a lot about, you know, who I am. And so these questions come up a lot for me. Maybe they don't come up as much for other people, but I, I can only speak to my experience. But I think a lot about these things. Um, and so I ask myself these questions. Am I, am I being a quality person? Am I being a good husband? Am I being a good father? Am I being, you know, I'm, I don't ask myself if I'm being a good employee. I was about to straight lie to you guys. Um, but I ask myself these questions. And the answer is typically, um, well, sit back and look at this objectively, right? Stop asking yourself these subjective questions because good is subjective anyways. Am I a quote-unquote good friend? That's, that's subjective, you know what I mean? If, if I have a friend who's hooked on dope and I bring him dope every day, am I a good friend or not? You know what I mean? Like, that, it depends on the friend, you know what I'm saying? So it's like th- this concept is subjective because to the friend who's getting dope every day, he might think I'm his best friend until he's not, he doesn't want to be on dope anymore. Then I'm his worst enemy. You understand what I'm saying? So it's, it, all this is subjective. So what I do is back down and say, 
okay, objectively, how can you evaluate if you're a good friend? If you're a good member of this community, are you providing things to this community? And the way I answer that is, okay, well, let's take a look at the people who are in this community, who are in this group. You know, and I do this and I go down the list and I say, okay, quality, 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 quality. And then that's how I come to that same conclusion. Okay, if you're, if you're a bad person, Casey, right, Casey Ryan, if you're a bad person, um, then why are you surrounded by so many good people, right? So you either, don't know, you either don't know what a good person is and you're surrounded by bad people and you feel fine with that, which isn't the worst, right? Or you're a good enough person to be surrounded by good people. So, that, I mean, to me, it's, it's straightforward. It's, it's as simple as that. And so if you can answer that question honestly, yeah, I'm surrounded by quality people. I've got a good community. Okay, great. You have the foundation that you need. Let's start working on you, right? Let's start digging down into the personal stuff that you feel is holding you back, you know, and break that down because, because the, the community will boost you up. If you start to strip away the negative things, you will get positive feedback from the community. And that's the other thing, right? What I, what I want to make clear with you guys is don't, don't take what I'm saying to mean, oh, someone has a bad quality, just dump them from your life, right? If the, the biting your nails example, if you have a very good quality friend who bites their nails, obviously you're going to keep that friend around. You know, and if I, I mean, if you have a really good quality friend who also does dope, you know, you got to weigh that. You know what I mean? You have to weigh that. Is this person so important and valuable to you in your life that you would put up with that level, right? And if so, maybe they're worth helping out. Maybe you want to help them get their life right. You know, and, and in a simpler way, you can mention you mentioned something to your friend about biting her nails. Why do you always bite your nails? Are you nervous or something like that? Or, you know, obviously try to handle it tactfully. Like me being a blunt and straightforward person doesn't always pay off the best. Why are you always biting your nails? And then, you know, someone's going to get mad at me. Um, and by the way, like I'm not calling anybody, anybody who knows who's listening to this, please don't think I'm talking about you biting your nails. Now, I know right now that everybody who I know who's listening to this is like, I don't bite my nails. And they're going to like, their, their hands are going to be in their pockets the next time I see them. But I'm, I just picked one at random because I need to cut my fingernails, guys. I promise it's not anybody, uh, it's not anybody in particular that I have in mind. So I do, think, uh, I do think that you can help people, though, right? Like, and that's the reciprocity, right? You give because the giving is good. And you receive because you're around good people, right? So if you're the type of person who gives, you end up receiving a lot. You end up receiving a lot beyond just the satisfaction of giving and feeling a, a valuable, feeling like a valuable person. Uh, beyond that, you receive because these people will come to you with aid all the time. I know that right now I could, I don't want to say it out loud because I'm going to speak this into the universe. I could lose my job tomorrow and have no source of income tomorrow and I would be fine for at least a little while because of all the, and by little, I don't mean like two to three days. I mean like probably a few months I'd be fine because of the people that would come to my aid, right? Like if I was out and this is a precursor. So if you, if you know me, get your checkbooks ready because I'm going to be out of job tomorrow. I'm just kidding you guys. Right. But I know that I'd be 
fine because these people love and support me. They have made it so clear to me and my dense, thick skull can still process how much these people are willing to go, go forward with me as their friend, you know, and love and take care of me, you know. And these people would dig down deep and find it in the coffers to make sure that me and mine were eaten. I'm confident in that fact. I know it to be true because the experiences that I've already shared with them, like we have gone through the highs and the lows, the goods and the bads, the test, the test of, of time, right? These are people that will be there with me for years to come. You know, that this is a very, very strong bond that I share with these people. And, and that's because of the shared experiences, right? And it goes both ways. And it's like, I have provided support to these people in ways, mostly emotional support, you know, not always financial, but a couple, a couple of times you help a friend out, right? Here's a couple of bucks, whatever. But you're there for these people. That means they know that you're genuine, you're honest, you're true, and you're, you're not selfish. You're in it for them. You're in it because you want to build a relationship and they appreciate that, right? And they want to be around someone like that. I mean, don't you, right? Wouldn't you want to be around someone who's giving? who gives of themselves, you know, and I think that I feel like confident enough in myself to say right now today that I am that type of person, that I do give a lot of who I am. And, you know, I, uh, I take a lot too. And I mean, that's why we talk about, it. I take a lot. I take a lot, you know, I've taken a couple bucks here and there. I've taken the word of advice. I've been the one who needs the hug or the emotional kick or whatever, you know, the get your, get your shit together uh, stuff and people that I know have been telling me for a long time to do a podcast. Like, like it's it's crazy because the response that I got from yesterday's first episode was so positive and overwhelming from this community that I was just I was emotionally just on high for the whole day. I didn't even care about being at work. I, I didn't even care about being in a cubicle. The gray walls didn't bother me. Whatever, right? I was actually so happy to receive this positive feedback i was on an emotional high the entire day and that carried me over to want to do another one today right but that all that all stemmed from me being like well i don't think i'm good enough or i don't think i have anything to talk about like what am i gonna say you know and i've been having people for at the very minimum several weeks encouraging me to come and do a podcast because they think I have a, an interesting perspective. They think I have a good voice for this type of thing, you know? And I kept writing it off to stuff like, or chalking it up to like, yeah, they're just my friends or that's just my wife or that's just my loved one or whatever. They're just telling me that because like they're encouraging me to do something that it might fail, but what's the harm kind of thing. So I was chalking it up to like, or, or maybe they're overestimating my ability or maybe they're looking at it like, um, you know, well, why not just encourage him? It's not like there's any harm in him doing this. What's the worst that could happen, you know? So I just looked at it like, I just kept making excuses. Like, oh, their positive feedback is just like, or not even feedback, right? Their encouragement to do it, right? Because I had done it. Their encouragement for me to go do this was just some sort of uh, obligation that they felt or some kind of thing that they felt. But I've been wanting to do this for a while and I just didn't, I hadn't built up the confidence to just sit down and talk, which is crazy because anyone that knows me will tell you that, he won't shut up, right? Like he, he never stops talking. He obviously has strong opinions about everything. He's an extroverted person who makes friends with strangers and like he never shuts up. So why would he be shy or nervous to go talk? And every single person to a man that knows me would tell you like that that's the craziest thing they've ever heard. And 
even then I kept making the excuses, right? I kept not wanting to do it. And so I doubted myself. And yesterday I took that, that step and I'm going to, I'm just going to laugh and say leap of faith. I took this leap of faith, JP, you, you know what I'm saying, right? So I just took this leap of faith and, you know, stepped out and did something outside of my comfort zone, mainly because of the encouragement primarily because of the encouragement of these people that just kept pushing me like you have to do this like you're a good talker they i like hearing you talk you won't ever shut up so like maybe go find an outlet for your mouth so you, so you never shut up and so i did so i did that and that's why i went into it with a lack of confidence and like not really belief in myself and yet the response was overwhelmingly positive there's not not a negative thing to be said and that means a whole lot to me that's a really really big deal to me that these people reached out to me um, and supported me in this, you know, I feel, I feel like, I feel blessed, you know what I mean? And whatever that word means to you, um, it's probably how it means to me too, you know, I just, I feel blessed, right? I feel like truly, truly lucky to be around these people and I'm, I'm humble that these type of people have, have been in my life and have supported me and encouraged me and now that they're, now that I've taken that leap, they're they're helping me, right? They're supporting me, and that's the other aspect. That's the other end of the of the community aspect, right? It's like the negative end is like, oh, when you fall down, they catch you, right? But when you rise up, they lift you. As long as they're good people, right? Obviously, like if you're if you're surrounded by bad people and you rise up, they just want to take stuff from you, right? They just want this and that, right? By the way, no, not a single person was like, oh, are you getting paid for this? Or like, how much are you gonna get? Oh my God, you might make money. Like, let me in on this. Like, not a single person mentioned a single thing about dollars or, or how they can get involved. What it was literally just, you're doing your thing. I'm super proud of you. I'm happy for you, um, you know. And they they all rallied around me, which was amazing. And that's why for the entire day yesterday. I was just on an emotional high, and that carried me through to today, you know, and um, that's, that's the community right there. That's the strength of the people around you and that collective, you know, and that's, that's, that's why it's been everything to me. It's been so important to me to have people, and I, I'm, I'm probably, I've been kind of going back and forth in my mind if at the end of this episode, I'm going to take a few minutes and do do I want to do 20 shout outs at the end of this, you know, at the end of this piece here, but, um, at the, at the end of today's podcast, but I, I'm still thinking about it. I'll, I'll still also keep it in mind, but I'm not necessarily, I'm, I'm still not sure basically if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna spend that time because for those that don't, you know, for those people that don't know them, it's not much, but maybe to these people it'll be worth it to know that, that they matter to me. You know, also one of the reasons I have the hesitation is because if I forget a name, I'm going to feel so bad about it and I'm not going to hear the end of it because that's how my friends are, right? Like those are the type of people I'm around. They're brutally honest people. They love me. They'll tell me the truth. And if I skip a name, they will, they will give me shit about it for weeks. <laughs> so I do have hesitation for selfish reasons too, being totally honest. Um, but we'll, we'll see how we feel at the end of the episode if we can try to get as many you know, names in there as possible. So, um, but we still got a little bit of time and I just want, I want you guys to really think about how you can build that community, you know, I, and I've got, I've got groups of friends from all walks, right? You know, I mean, I talked about my, um, my journey yesterday and, you know, when I was growing up and I, you know, I was living on my own, I had a friend group then when I was, when I was, uh, when I was 15 and I was out there living with my friend, you know, and taking care of his, his sisters. 
we had friends. You know, we had friends. Like, we would hustle together. And I'm not, you know, not, I wasn't knocking over liquor stores or anything like that, but we were hustling out there to eat. And we were, you know, we were doing everything we could. I mean, we were getting, oh man, I don't want to make this like a, a rags to riches type story, but we were, we were getting uh, support, you know, in any way we could. We would do little hustles like uh, we would go, we would go to, uh, what is it, Sam Goody. I don't know if you guys remember Sam Goody. We used to go to Sam Goody and buy CDs, and this is back when CDs were, like, new. And they didn't have, like, strict return policies. We would go there, buy CDs, and then we would buy a roll of, uh, I say a roll, but it really is it's a stack of cassette tapes. Right? So we would go buy the CD for, like, 13 bucks, get a stack, stack of uh, cassette tapes. Like, I think it was, like, a dozen for, like, $5. You get, like, a dozen cassette tapes for 5 bucks. We would come home, we would record the album, the CD, on to, you know, you get like 12 tracks on a, uh, on a CD. We'd record six, uh, six tracks to side A, flip the tape, record six tracks to side B. And we would just sit here all day. We would just sit there all day to smoke cigarettes. We'd sit here smoking cigarettes, maybe have a beer, and record a dozen copies of the CD. Then I would go out, one of us would go out, and stand on the corner here and wait for cars to come by and then try to sell them while they're waiting at a stop sign or a stoplight, try to sell them the album for five bucks. And like, then, you know, we flip all the tapes, we would go return the CD to Sam Goody and get our money back. And they'd be like, what's wrong with the CD? And back then the policies were super loose. You'd be like, I just didn't like the album. And that, that was good enough to return an album. And that's what we did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, I broke the law. I'm not going to lie. That was, uh, you know, against the law. But I was a kid. And I was trying to eat, you know, and I, I'm fine with that action. And I feel like the, the ends of eating justify the means, you know what I'm saying? I didn't take any food out of those artists' mouths to put food into my mouth. Uh, but that's what we were doing, you know, and I had friends that helped me with these hustles, right? You know, we worked on these hustles together. We would do little things like that to make $5 to get us through the day. You know, we would cook meals with each other. You know what I mean? We, I mean, this is a sense of community that I had when I was 15 years old. Do you understand why it's so strong and important to me, right? These are the people that lifted me up in my time of need. And I lifted them up. We hustled together. We worked together on everything. You know what I mean? We, we had a guy who'd come around and hook up cable, and we'd pitch in on the cable bill. You know, we pitch in on the phone bill. We pitch in on groceries. We pitch in on cooking and cleaning around the house. I mean, this is like, it's almost like a halfway house that we just ran ourselves. And we had friends coming and going. And we did what we could, you know, and we, we made it work. But I, I could not have done it without that group of people. And it's like, when I, when I got to a better financial place, it was at the same time that these guys were getting to a better financial place. And I, I had gone off to the military, didn't lose touch with these guys, came back, talked to them, and they were also getting their shit together at the same time financially. And so, like, we already had that hustler's mentality. So when we turned 18, we turned our hustles legit, and we got ourselves together quick. You know, but we already had that foundation from knowing one another, communicating. We, we always knew that this hustling thing was just, just to get through the day. This was not going to be my life. And they did that, and they got their stuff together, and they're all doing big things, you know? So that that's what a sense of community can do, right? You you get that reflection. You get that confirmation. Like, oh, I am living right because I got these people that are around me that are living right. You know what I mean? Or, oh, I'm not living right. These are the people I'm hanging out with. I'm not living right. You know, and 
a prime example of someone who's done it. It's possible. Trust me, you can do it. You can 100% do it. Um, there's, it's going to be hard. So don't, don't act like it's going to be easy. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you it's going to be easy. But, you know, I know a couple of people at least in my life that have gone through uh, recovery for uh, drug and alcohol abuse, right? You know, I got, a, I got a couple of people that are close to me that are, you know, in NA, that are Narcotics Anonymous. I got, you know, a person that I used to work with who was in AA, recovering alcoholic. And, you know, so I'm, I'm very familiar with the recovery uh, environment, that world. And those people made changes that are really difficult. But the first thing that they did, guaranteed down to a person, the first thing that they did was look at the people they were around and ask themselves, is this really who I am? Am I really just going to be hanging around alcoholics and, and uh, you know, dopines? Is that really who I am? And so that was the first big clue to them. They were surrounded by bad people doing bad stuff. And so they got rid of those people. That's the first thing everybody does that goes into recovery. If they, the, anyone who comes out of recovery successfully, the first thing they do, if you want to make it a year in recovery, because I, I want to rephrase because you don't come out of recovery, right? If you're recovering, you're recovering for life. But the, if you want to make it through that first year, you cut out all those people. You just sever all those ties because the first thing that's going to happen when you see them, they're going to trigger all those bad habits all over again. And that's not the community that you want to be a part of. That's not who you want to surround yourself with, right? You're trying to make this change. And if I know people that have be clean and sober for like, uh, you know, one of them's one of them's like twenty some odd years. One of them's like, uh, one of them's pushing fifteen years clean and sober. I got another one who's like seven years ish, six seven years clean and sober. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? I love all of these people. Like they're all close to me. And the reason why is because they're quality people. It's like the past doesn't even matter to me where they came from, what they used to be doing. They're good people. They love me. They treat me with kindness and respect. I do the same for them. And that's, that's just basics to me. But they made that really difficult decision. They made that really tough step and say, I want to I get out of this horrible life. They, they asked themselves that question. What am I doing to myself that I don't like? And then they looked around their friend group and said, oh, crap, all these people around me are doing the same thing that I don't like. Chop, chop, you know what I mean? Time to reevaluate. So they dropped these people, they got into a program, and that takes hella strength. You know, that takes so much strength. And so if you're telling me that you can't reevaluate a friend group where somebody eats too much fast food or people are like bullying or mean to you, or they don't respect your opinion, or you know you feel some type of obligation to them. You can't break that relationship off. What I mean, what are you friends with somebody that loaned you money? Chop them off. Pay them back when you can, because the relationship is taxing you way more than paying them back. Take a loan, borrow the money. You know what I mean? Get a side hustle, collect cans. Do do what you got to do to cut these people out of your life, or to feel like you have the confidence to cut them out of your life. Because there are good people out in the world. I verify that. I guarantee you that. I, I spend all of my mental effort on personal relationships surrounding myself with quality people. All of it. And if I've already got quality people, they stay in my circle. You're not going anywhere. Like if, if, if you're in my circle right now, 
just act like I'm crazy. Just pretend like I'm going to stalk you for life because you're not, you're not going out of my life. You're in my life. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's not up to you anymore. You know what I mean? That I'm not letting go of these people. Um, and I think you should do the same, right? So if you spend, and, and building bad habits takes time, building good habits takes time, right? It probably takes twice as long to break a bad habit as it does to set one, right? So if it took you a year to get into this state that you're in, it's going to take you at least two years to break out of that. So it's definitely going to be hard. And you're definitely going to want to find the people that can bring, bring you on. And the best way to do that is to find someone who's on that journey with you, right? Who, who else is at day one? Who else is at day one right now? Because that's, that's also just a real easy way to, to judge the honesty of the relationship. If, if you're day one and they're day 100, they might look at you skeptically. Like, oh, you just want to piggyback off my 100 days of whatever I'm doing. You know? If you're at day 100 and the other person's at day one, they might, you might look at them as like, oh, you just want to piggyback off my, my day 100 status. And that's just not, it's not going to be as easy. It's not possible, of course, but it's not going to be as easy to be truthful and straightforward with one another. When I really think it's much easier for two day ones to be like, hey, hey, homie, how are you doing? And the other one like, man, you know how it is day one. And you're like, you dang right, I know how it is, you know. And then at day 10, like, hey, we made it through day 10. You did it, I did it, we did it both. And then you have someone that be like, yeah, you did do that. I did it, you did it, we did it, right? And so those milestones that you hit, those checkpoints that you hit, help grow you as individuals but you have someone there to to affirm that that accomplishment was an accomplishment because everybody does this thing where we don't give ourselves enough credit where no one's out there saying well not no one there's people out there who are patting themselves on the back for everything they do right we know people like that those are not quality people we don't we don't like hanging around people who like everything i do is gold but for the most part Everybody has insecurities, and for the most part, people focus on their flaws more than they focus on the things that, I don't know what do you say, perfections, but they, po- they focus more on the things that are flawed than they do the things that are refined, we'll say, right, well-developed. You don't think about those things. You don't focus on those things. And it's actually a good thing, right? It's like a mechanism to help us grow because if all we ever did was focus on the accomplishments, then we wouldn't focus on the failures and we wouldn't want to improve. Like, I did everything I need to do. Uh, I'm good, right? So we wouldn't, we wouldn't uh, grow, right? We wouldn't grow as individuals if we weren't challenging ourselves. But it, be, it can become unhealthy for us to just sit back and say, oh, well, everything I'm doing is bad. Everything I'm doing is wrong or focus on this flaw, focus on this flaw. You know, if you... If you climb a mountain by yourself and there's no photos of it, there's no videos of it, you, no one helped you up the mountain, you know, you're at the top and you didn't bring a flag to plant, so there's no evidence or proof that you were up there, but you accomplished it, I, I, I honestly think that a lot of people would feel like it's less of an accomplishment than someone who went up in a group and they had people help, but they all were there together because... A lot of times you see these accomplishments like, well, how did you hear about the first guy to climb Mount Everest, right? It's like, well, it was in the news, you know what I mean? It was in the papers and he got pressed for it or whatever, you know what I mean? So they do it because it's a challenge, but I bet you they wouldn't be as interested in the challenge. And I'm not, I'm not like harping on people who set high and lofty goals. What I'm, what I'm saying is the challenge in and of itself isn't enough because we don't, 
we're communal people. Like human beings by nature are communal. So if we don't have someone to tell us that climbing the mountain was difficult or that, cl that climbing the mountain alone was difficult or that reaching the top was supposed to be hard, right, then you would just do it and not think nothing of it. So if, if everybody thought tying their shoes was super hard, you'd brag about tying your shoes, right? You'd be like, look, guys, I did the super hard thing. And that's, that's where the community helps helps us develop and refine our goals you know what i mean like these people aren't us but they can help us refine our goals and like shape our path that we want to go on and how we want to get there you know and so the the real theme is you give to this community to help these people define themselves to help these people reflect who they are and you want to be a positive and shining reflection not a messy mirror right covered in junk um, and these people help you, they reflect and they help you refine and define your goals, you know, and all of us are being pushed in a positive direction when we're around positive people, go out and find yourself some positive people, you know, that's the foundation, that's, that's my, that's my personal belief, look, I, I've made a ton, a ton of mistakes in my life, and I'm where I'm at because I am who I am. So my goals, my accomplishments, or my accomplishments, my achievements, everything I've done, that belongs to me. But I would be a damn liar if I said I didn't have people helping me every step of the way. The accomplishment is mine, but the praise that I give is never going to be to myself. It will always be to these people that helped me get to that accomplishment. Yay me, I did the thing. But you know what? Thanks to everybody who helped get me here because damn, that was hard. And anything worth doing is hard, right? So step one, build that foundation. Get your people, get yourself surrounded by positive people. Take that first step. Get yourself going, you know? Get yourself some brand new day ones. Get yourself some brand new day ones. Get that right. And that's just the basics, right? That's just the foundation that's going to get you, get you established. You're now a fully formed person. You have a foundation of people that care for you, and you need to re reciprocate. You care for them back. You give that effort, they give that effort, right? It's a, it's a give and take. So I've got like a couple of minutes left, and I, I've decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to roll out, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to name these people. I'm not going to name their names, but you guys should know who you are, all right? So let's start with, hmm, let's start with, Man, what group? Well, what I see, first person I actually want to shout out is someone who is I care for a lot, and I really hope that uh, I hope that she gets a chance to to kind of I'm I'm opening myself up to this person. Um, that it's you know it's uh, Ray. I hope that you're listening. I hope that you're tuning in. Um, I love you, cousin, and you know I hope that we can. We can build stuff together, too, because I've always loved talking to you and hanging out with you. Um, so I'm opening that door up is basically what I'm saying to Ray. I, I would like our, um, us to have a stronger relationship with Bond, um, and we can communicate and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so on that note, Ray, uh, Beto, Dr. B, Beto, 
you know, always have appreciated your support, man. I, I wish I could ever offer you something, ever. This, this, is, the, this is a gentleman who's – he's got it together as far as I know, and I wish I could ever offer him something. I would love that moment to be like, hey, cuz, come hit me, you know. But Dr. B, uh, Beto, man, you, you, you're just a shining example of what I think a good human being is, and I, I appreciate you and everything you've ever given me. Um, man, so many freaking people. All right, so when I was in the Navy, I had um, – I had my, 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 my brother, my brother from another mother, uh, Rube, Ruby. Man, I, I, some of the times we had together, just amazing, man. I love you. I hope you're doing well. Um, actually, I'll, I'll probably hit you up a little bit later today. Um, uh, Jeb, or uh, Teddy Ruxpin, as I call him. You know who I'm talking about, Big Softy. Uh, you know what, man? Uh, you, you are my brother, 100%. You know, I'm so glad that, that we know each other and you live close by and we get to hang out and stuff like that. We're going to have to hang out again sometime soon, man. Uh, you're definitely my brother, though. Um, you know, Filthy, Krillone, the boys, a couple of good dudes. Um, <laughs> we got we to gotta get together and do something silly again soon. Man, some good dudes. Um, just people that I've, I've met along the way, Ace. My big sis, uh, man, uh, skinny, or should I call him Little Joe, or should I call him, uh, should I call him Mr. IF, fact checker, Mr. Wiki, uh, you know, the core four, you guys have been everything to me, I, I love you guys so much, in fact, we're going to hang out later tonight, right, we're going to see each other, well, three out of the four are going to be there tonight, well, one of us will be there in spirits, uh, Love you guys. Thank you for everything. Um, you know, my kids, uh, my three beautiful children that have always always had my back. They always look up to dad. They always have kind things to say to me and for me. I love you guys. Uh, thanks for everything that you guys do. Uh, you guys have been the absolute best. Um, my mom, I really, there's one thing I just really want want you to know, mom, and that is, Please stop beating yourself up. <laughs> Every time you beat yourself up, you're doing two things. You're making me sad because you make me feel like you're being mean to my mom. So you need to stop doing that. Number two, every time that you say that you didn't do enough or a good enough job as my mom, basically what you're saying is that I'm not a good kid. So you're hurting my feelings. You need to cut that shit out. And I love you. And I want you to forgive yourself. You deserve that. Like, you deserve to, like, give yourself a break, man. Like, this world is not a nice place. Like, cut it out. I'm not mad at you. I've totally and completely accepted the way that things went down when, when I was young, when, when I was growing up. It's not a thing anymore, Ma. I love you. I love you. Please give yourself a break. You hear that? I'm telling this to everybody who's listening to this podcast, Ma. I love you. You got to forgive yourself. It's killing me. I'm tired of seeing you beat yourself up. Please, let you, let, give yourself a break. And I love you. Um, to my wife, Joe. Wow, there's just not enough words. Like a lot of things came flooding in. Which one do I choose? Um, you know, thank you for supporting me. You have been the most solid and steady person that I've ever known. I don't mean like you're steady like the sunrise and sunset. I mean your support has been steady. You have been there for me through every stupid thing 
and we have shared all of the positives together and all of the negatives together. And this is not some default answer. You're my wife, so I have to say this. I really and truly appreciate you. And I, I honestly think I can say this with confidence that everyone who knows me and knows you, they can vouch for that. They know that we love each other and that in that way that just annoys most people. Yeah. So I love you, Joe, and I, I really, really appreciate your support. Um, and you know what? Thank you. I, I know I missed names. I didn't hit everybody. Oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go nuts if I don't say Jason. Jason P., dude, thank you, man. You're just a good human. You're a good human. Get, get yourself on that path, man. I got your back. I'm here for you, dude. As many times as you've been there for me, I'm, I'm here for you right now. Hit me up. Big, uh, what should we call him, Big Rebel? Should we call him Big Rebel? Or should we call him uh, Big Junior Bacon? We should call him, you know, Mr. Longhair. Oops, cut it all off. My dude, I know you're going through a rough time right now. Um, you have my love and support 100%. I hope you know that. Get back to me. Anytime, man. I'm always here for you, dude. Always here for you. Oh, and what's funny, sorry, jumping to another person. What's funny is I bashed my friend yesterday by saying he hooked me up with that job that I hated at the management, at the password place, and then he quit. That's still my homie. That's still my boy, by the way. <laughs> so shout outs to Coco, to Hoodie, and your family, man. Um, you know what, dude? I'm a firm believer that you're, you're a success story in the making right now, dude. I, I know you're about to hit something major in a minute. Um, you just got to believe in yourself, dude. I, I Honestly, you need to drop the bad people in your life and uh, believe in yourself because there's a real human being in there that deserves, deserves some belief, you know, and uh, I'm always going to be here to, to root for you and cheer you on because I, I believe in you as well. So I knew I was going to forget some names. So some people came out of order a little bit. No big deal. I love you guys, man. Thank you all for listening. Um, ran a couple minutes long, but uh, I appreciate you guys who stuck with and listened to the names and just know that there's a ton of people. Like there's, I know there's more names than that, but there's just a ton of people that I love and respect and who love and respect me. And um, those are just a few of them right there. Um, so thank you all for your kindness and thanks all for listening. Um, I'll catch you guys tomorrow, man. Have a good day.